श्री गौरी वैष्णव गुरु परंपरा की जाय गौर भक्त बिंद की जाय गौर प्रेम आनंदे हरिबो वेलकम एवरीवन नाइस टू बी विद यू अगेन सम ऑफ यू केम लास्ट नाइट एंड एंड सम ऑफ यू कमिंग फॉर द फर्स्ट टाइम टुनाइट एट लीस्ट इन दिस विजिट आई विल बी हियर एज आई मेंशन लास्ट नाइट इन द स्टेट the holy state of north carolina <laughs> for about 6 weeks so um you can keep closer contact with me then then uh at least when out of state I'll be here tonight tomorrow in in Raleigh Durham at Subal Mahamantra's house and then then after that I go to Prapad village for a short visit that's up north right yeah and then out to Saragrahi and of course we're having a big festival out there if from the for the 3rd the 3rd of November to through the 10th from Gurudan Puja to Gopastami so we invite you to come and spend a week with us there i'll be lecturing in the morning and evening uh, every uh, every day and sometimes in between also um Bhakti Bhai Ashram Maharaj will be there um and many other devotees from other parts of the country from um, from the northeast and from the west coast and midwest and here in the south and so on so many members of our extended uh, community shri chaitanya sangha ki jai, jai. <laughs> so um as i mentioned last night of course uh, during my stay here we'll enter into the kartik mas the month of kartik damodar month and uh that uh, begins in about a week hmm. special occasion for godia vaishnavas of course and um it's a month that uh that is um is presided over by uh Srimati Radha Rani so uh i chose then to speak last night a little bit about radha tatva or the ontological uh uh nature status of sri radha and it's a huge topic of course but we entered into it in a, in a, i believe in an inappropriate way for for godia um vaishnavas uh, and that is through chaitanya mahaprabhu hmm? he is the way first the giver then the gift would be the idea the gift is radha krishna leela and the giver is radha krishna in a form of sri chaitanya sri krishna chaitanya radha krishna nahi anya rupanuga jane rajivan the followers of rupa goswami rupanuga means that this is their life and soul hmm? what is that the idea not only that gore is krishna which as we were discussing last night is a very esoteric uh idea gore is not an avatar of the avatari as as krishna is conceived to be um uh, by the godia people hmm? avatari means of course the the source of the avatar those who avatara who cross down hmm tara aba from up to down they cross into this world 
and they have the source in the Paravyam on the other side, so to speak. And so the source is the Abhutari. And he's uh, and and this Abhutari, Krishna, and this Chaitanya, they are the same. In other words, Chaitanya is not the avatar of Krishna, but Krishna himself. It's an important and interesting theological uh, point, very central to our our lineage. Hmm. We discussed it many times, of course. In brief, it should be clear that that which Krishna, in the height of his uh, lila, found in the Raspanchajai and in the the fourth of those five chapters, where the lila meets its uh, reaches its its zenith, its peak, its acme, hmm? and Krishna pays napareham nirvadisambitam. He pays tribute to the love of Radha, hmm? and acknowledges that that her experience in tasting love rasa exceeds anything within his own experience. Hmm? which then becomes a problem for he who is known as Rasaraj. If the king of Rasa has, has, lacks some experience in, the, in, in the, the realm of his own, uh, his own kingdom, hmm? kingdom of Rasa, what a nice idea, hmm? then it becomes a problem, so to speak. So, very esoteric problem, very clever person that Krishna is, he makes a solution. Hmm? And the solution is to extend his leela in such a way that he will experience that. And that requires then that he to try to assume, to take, to steal, as it's sometimes spoken about, the bhava of Radha. Somehow trans- by transference, like in, like in psychology or psychiat- well, psychology, when you go to see the psychiatrist and and then, or the, or the psychologist, it may be, you got a nice couch. <laughs> and, um, and then he tries, in a Freudian sense, of course, then to engage in the transference where he enters into the couch and fully experiences uh, or tries to your experience and then can be empathetic for it, uh, to, it to it and understand it and, and so on. So Krishna... Uh, this is obviously very interesting. We're looking at the psychology of of the absolute, something that is uh, is, is is very um, somewhat, I would say, uh, exclusive to uh, uh, Gaudiya Vaishnav idea of of God. Such a such an intimate uh, uh, examination as to the, the nature of the absolute that we're exploring is. His love psychology, and so he tries to make the transference, and this turns into another another leela. The point here, of course, is that that gore hmm, cannot cannot be an avatar of Krishna because no avatar of Krishna hmm, would have the interest in what is the nature of Radha's love. Hmm? It is Krishna who is surrounded by prema madurya. Not Varaha, Narsingha, Kurma, hmm? not Narayan, hmm? even. Hmm? He's surrounded by Prema Madhurya, that, and we were discussing this, 
in a measure that far exceeds the one Lakshmi's measure of it, uh, meager as it is in comparison to Lakshmi Sahasrasata, Sambrama, Sevimano, Sevimano. Hmm? It is said by, by uh, Kaviraj Krishnadas, he has a nice verse. What is that? Brindaranya kalpadrumadha simadratnagra singhasanasto simadrada silikovindadevo prastalibhi sevyamano smarami sevyamano smarami This is Raghunuga Bhakti. Smarami smaranam of sevyamano a very affectionate kind of loving Service. And this point was brought up yesterday in our discussion, emphasized at some length. Love means, as Prabhupada used to say, if you love someone, then you serve them. So, very central and at the core of all of the Braj sentiments for Krishna is the conception that I'm a servant. Hmm? Whether it be Sakirasa, Madhuryarasa, Vatsalirasa, hmm? everyone thinks at the same time. I'm a servant or maid servant. Hmm? This this point has been brought out by Krishna's Kaviraj Goswami and his Chaitanya Charitamrita very nicely hmm? in the sixth chapter of the first book. The idea is something like this, and I mentioned it last night, so forgive me for repeating myself for those of you who are here, but then again, a lot of points were raised, so some worth repeating. If you love someone, if you have a son and you love your son, if you have a daughter and you love your daughter, if you have a friend and you love your friend, if you have a lover and you love her, if you have a husband and you love him, as may be the case, different uh, flavors of love, everyone in all of those diverse flavors of love will at the same time feel, I'll do anything for you. Hmm? I love you whether it be romantically or fraternally or paternally. Hmm? I love you, therefore, you need something, what can I do for you? Hmm? I'll do anything for you. This is the feeling. I'll do anything. Whatever is in my capacity if it's, uh, to do for you, you just tell me. It doesn't matter, right, if it's romantic love or a, a friendly love, as I say. This is the spirit. Hmm? So this is how central, I want to say, and I emphasize this point yesterday, it's again worth repeating, the spirit, the serving ego, is to all of these transcendental relationships with Krishna that sometimes don't look like service. When Mother Yasoda is tying him up, <laughs> what kind of service is that? <laughs> he wants to be free. Why are you tying him up? No, he wants to be tied up. That's the fact. Um, uh, when his friends are wrestling him to the ground and defeating him, he actually takes great pleasure in that. That's a very special kind of service, but it is a service. Therefore, to enter into and approach any of these bhavas, hmm, our present bhava, that has to be retired. We call that purusha bhav or, or maitunya bhav. Sometimes purusha bhav means the enjoyer. The bhav of the enjoyer that I and as 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 our bhav, our feeling, so we act and so we see. So, in the feeling, in the that, that I'm the center, that I'm the enjoyer. I see everything as if it is to be enjoyed by me. The great uh, Bhakti Saraswati Thakur Prabhupada used to say that humility 
which was, of course, is, is one of the fourfold uh, ornaments, part of the fourfold decorum of a devotee of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu as mandated by, 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 by Sri Chaitanya, that humility is the absence of the enjoying spirit. Hmm? Very nice idea, because you can understand that if you have an enjoying spirit in relation to someone or something, hmm, that means that you, you want to, that they're the object that you want to enjoy for yourself. If there's humility, if there's, there's humility when there's an absence of that enjoying spirit. Hmm? I don't see that as an object for myself to take and use as I like and, and so on and so forth. So, humility is very much part of the, the entry uh, level. Hmm? I've said before, all these sentiments of the Braj, they are, they are a transformation. Every movement there. Hmm? Shriya kanta kanta parama purusha kalpatra drumabhumis chintamani ganamayi toyamam nitam kataganam natyam gamanam vamsi prayasaki all these the, 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 the walking is dancing the talking is singing what must be the singing what must be the dancing there's no rain there but clouds cry hmm? this is the idea so all of the movements there they're all different Expressions of ecstasy, astasattikubhikar, anubhav, sancharibhavs, and so on. Hmm? When they manifest in our sadhaka deha, in our practitioner's body, then it, it, it looks troublesome. Hmm? Crying, hair standing on end, hmm? swooning, passing out. Huh? Chaitanya Mahaprabhu looks very problematic, and you want to be like that. Hmm? Krishna Premer Adbhuta Charit. Adbhuta Charit is Adbhut. Chamatkar, full of wonder. Rasananda, full of wonder. This is at its basis. Uh, and. <laughs> And and the uh, wonderful charit character of this frame is what hmm? that outside it looks very frightening, looks like poison, vishai, like vishaya, <laughs> material enjoyment is like poison. Hmm? Uh, therefore, Gita says what that attachment to the sense objects is the womb that gives birth to suffering. Hmm? The Buddha could not agree more. Hmm? He's with you on that. (laughs) He's with us on that. Hmm? So, so, uh, meanwhile, while on the outside it looks problematic, hmm? on the inside, Anandamoy is full of joy. Mahaprabhu's falling apart, passing out, and even extremes. Rupa Goswami says, there are other things, I'm not right about them. They're so rare, like perspiring blood. And what? And these things are actually uh, uh, occurred in the Leela of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, in Rathiyatra and so forth. Very extraordinary. Hmm? Really, there is no example in the world, greater example of ecstasy than what we find in Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And Gaudiya Vaishnavism is about 
a, a study of the ecstasy of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm. What, that's what it is about. <laughs> and that is, that is, that is Mahabhav, Maranakya Mahabhav. That is what Radha is, is about. That is Mahabhav Swarupini. Gore is Radha. Hmm? But I'm saying that if you want to enter into a world constituted of all, where all the movement is ecstasy, then you have to be a little flexible in this life before the ecstasy comes. Flexible enough to bend down a little bit, therefore, the humility, as I said. This is a good entry point. You have to be a little bit, a little bit flexible. Hmm? And let this Purushabhav recede to the background. Replace it with a, with a serving spirit. Hmm? We become the Dasya Bhaktas of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm? And he will give us a place in Krishna Leela. Worship in Mayapur. Live in Vrindavan. Hmm? That is the secret of Gaudiya Vaishnavism. So, if we are to talk about Radha and Krishna, we have to start by speaking about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. This is the appropriate entry point. And if we are to speak, then about how Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Radha. We've spoken a little bit how Gaur is Krishna. Hmm? When we get that down, then we have to confuse you further by saying, no, he's Radha. <laughs> he, he, Radha, Krishna, both. Shri Krishna, Chaitanya, Radha, Krishna, Nahi, Anya. And what did I say? Rupanuga, Jane Rajivan, the followers of Rupa Goswami. So th- th- this is their life and soul, this idea. So if we want to understand how Gore is Radha, hmm, there is no person we can better go to than Rupa Goswami. Hmm? I cited a verse from Chaitanya Charitamrita last night when Krishna begins to, to paraphrase in his own, uh, with his own pen that, that conversation that took place between Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and and Rupa Goswami hmm? in Prayag, hmm? that constitute from Chaitanya Charitamrita to the Rupa Siksha, the Siksha of Gaur to Rupa Goswami. He begins that chapter with a beautiful Sanskrit verse. Hmm? Sancharje Rupa Vadunot Prabhusa Prabhu Bidho Prag Eva Lokashishtim. Hmm? He says, and Vrindhabaniyam Rasakeli Vartam Kalena Luptam Nijashakti Uta, with great Uta enthusiasm. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu gave Nijashakti, gave his own Shakti. Hmm? Sanchaja Rupe, he invested his own Shakti in Rupa Goswami. Hmm? And Why? For the purpose of excavating those lost leelas. Lost leelas means that the meaning of them, the significance of them, the import of them had been lost because they're around. Hmm? And people can say, yes, I know the story of Krishna. Children can recite them and and so on and so forth. uh, But what is the meaning? What is the implication of that, of all those, of, of leela? and Krishna Leela in particular, and so forth. So, with great enthusiasm, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu invested his power hmm, in Rupa Goswami to explain all those things. He says, just like Krishna, hmm, at the dawn of creation, empowered Brahma 
Hmm? With the Vedic knowledge for the distribution. This is the Chaitanya Sampradaya. This is the Gaudiya Sampradaya. You have Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and the founder Acharya, Rupa Goswami. Hmm? And then you have so many successive Acharyas. Rupa, Sanatan, Shijiva Goswami, Gopal Bhatta, these six Goswamis of Vrindavan. There we have a plurality of founder Acharyas, if you will, these six Goswamis. And they founded, founding a Sambhadaya means that they founded the, the, the metaphysic, if you will, on which it all rests, the, the philosophical canvas on which that the, the art of Krishna Leela is drawn. Hmm? What makes that sport, that movement, different than our movement, although it may appear the same? Hmm? Because it's on a different canvas. Ours is on the canvas of, the, of Purushabhav, and this is on a, on, a, on a different canvas. We call that canvas Achintya Vedabed. It means a trans-rational dualistic non-dualism. <laughs> a lot of kinds of dualism out there. <laughs> this is ours. A transrational achintya hmm? dualistic non-dualism. Bed abed. Hmm? <laughs> That's a big subject, of course. Tattva. Hmm? That it is on that canvas that if you understand that canvas, then you understand, oh, there must be lila. There must be movement in the Absolute. It cannot be still. Hmm? We've often spoken of how Brahman, the general Upanishadic concept of the Absolute, must be still because Brahman is everywhere and if you're everywhere you can't move. There's nowhere to go. And stillness, of course, of Brahman in relation to the movement of this world is a very positive stillness because the movement in this world is very negative. We call it karma. And the more you move, the more you, you go backwards, the more you become in debt. Hmm? Well, the movement, with the movement, we're incurring debt. It may look like we're going forward, but it's like trying to go up the down escalator or trying to get rich by borrowing money. With, and having to pay back in interest. Um, so, problematic. Hmm? That stillness of Brahman is positive in relation to the negative numbers of karma, but, of course, as I often say, we want what are the positive numbers that is Gaudiya Vaishnavism. And that is Leela. There's a kind of movement then that's not out of emptiness, out of necessity, a perceived necessity that I'm, I'm lacking, therefore I should move and acquire. Hmm? but movement because I have to move because I'm so full I'm so full I have to say it I love you like that hmm? I feel like that I, oh, everybody can't appreciate it. and I have to retire then I come out again <laughs> so this <laughs> this is uh, this is, a, this is what Leela is it is a movement based on it is it is the, it is the uh, the, the, the dynamism that comes out of the uh, transcendent static nature of the Absolute. Static means still and full, and now it has to celebrate its fullness. This is a different kind of movement altogether. 
And so you move away from forms and shapes and movement altogether, which constitutes the perceived necessity, acquisition, attachment, the sorrow that's born from that and so forth, to be still in relation to the world, but now move in relation to the absolute. This is bhakti. Hmm? And then, then uh, uh, pass through the the stillness without without noticing something like that. Through the stillness of Brahman without even noticing, mukti comes as a byproduct. Hmm? So such a nice idea. A little humility will help us to go go a long way there. Hmm? It's all coming from up to down, and that exercise of investing if you will, it's uh, Brahman in the form of Chaitanya his power in Rupa Goswami. This is our uh, chain, disciplic succession. These six Goswamis, they were founder acharyas of the Sampradaya, and they were different from one another. It's an interesting point. They had different contributions to make. Hmm? Rupa Goswami is not a philosopher. Hmm? We find the term Beda Beda first comes from Sanatana Goswami in his Brihad Bhagavatamrita, which is the first book of the Gaudiya Sampradaya. Sanatana was a philosopher. Hmm? He would sit and study Srimad Bhagavatam with pundits hmm? in all of his spare time hmm? while he was the leader of the administration of the, of the Nawab Hussein Saad, like a, like, a, like, a, like a vice president hmm? of the United States. And the president would go, what does he do, golf and stuff like that? Uh, they say, and then while he's out golfing, then while the Nawab was out golfing, then Sanatana would be there <laughs> presiding over the kingdom. And, uh, and in, in, when no one was looking, then he's uh, reading the Bhagavatam on the internet or whatever. <laughs> right? He's got a bunch of pundits on Facebook, and they're all <laughs> discussing Srimad Bhagavatam. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so for him, we have Briyat Bhagavatamrita and the first real commentary on, 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 on Bhagavatam, also in his um, Vaishnav Toshini, really a philosopher. Snathan Prabhu, he helps us to work through so many things and get our head straight, so to speak, for proceeding down the path of bhakti. And Sri Rupa, he's concerned with, with bhakti rasa. Hmm? It's more, more theological and, uh, and, and concerned with, uh, with, with abhideya, Tattva and so forth. So they have the different contributions. Jiva Goswami's contribution also different. Nityananda Prabhu, not one of the Goswamis, Bhagavan himself, but in one sense the, 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 another founder of our Sampradaya, started the, the Gore Kirtan and so forth. Very different. They're all very different, but that's all very beautiful. Hmm? Such variety. This is, is, is they say, they say, as they say, the spice of life, so it's desirable. So they're all pure. Hmm? They all have a contribution to make. And it's important to understand the unique contribution that they do make that we might glorify them accurately. Hmm? So in a broad sense, we refer to the, these Goswamis as the founder acharyas because they they founded the, among other things, I mean, they, 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 the main thing I want to say, they founded the philosophical idea that is that out of which, if you understand, there has to be Leela. Oh, there has to be Leela. Um, you have, if you want to talk about the Leela, there are different ways to talk about it, but as long as you stay on the ground of the Chinti Beta Beta, hmm, 
then there's many ways that you can talk about it. If you skip off of that, you go on to the Advaitavad platform. Then you start talking about Leela, and then Leela will disappear. Hmm? Uh, so that we don't do. Hmm? But on the ground of the Chintubeda, so this is what they gave. This is then what every Gaudiya Acharya successively speaks about. Hmm? They all represent philosophically the Chintya Veda Veda Tattva, and then they decorate, if you will, their presentation of that by speaking about it in relative ways uh, in consideration of the time and the circumstance. Hmm? So it's important that we, we understand um, that point, that what is carried on, the essential idea of a chintubeda bed, and then we can leave some things and add some things and adjust some things until it stays alive. Hmm? Otherwise, if we freeze the time and place and circumstance calls of a very empowered acharya and make them like equal to the chintubeda beta that has to be continued on, then we, 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 we kind of bring a death to the, to, to the lineage, so to speak. So I know that the term founder Acharya is out and about and Prabhupada used to use it. Of course, he used it in a different way, and that's important to note. Like some of his godbrothers did, they called themselves the founder Acharyas of Godivedanta Samiti, for example, uh, Bhakti Pragyan Keshav Maharaj, Bhakti Daitya Madhav Maharaj, the founder Acharya of, I forget what he called his mission. And they formed their GBCs amongst their disciples, and so when Prabhupada called himself, well, the founder Acharya of Iskon made it clear that what he was the founder of Acharya. So that's a, a different kind of founder of Acharya, a super important one, obviously, but a different way in which Rupa Goswami, for example, is a, is a founder of Acharya. Hmm? An important point. So we talked about, therefore, I'm just explaining a little bit, reiterating with some new details as well, that why we will go to Rupa Goswami now if we're going to speak about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in terms of how he is, is, is Radha. While it's important that Gore is Krishna, it's more important that Gore is Radha. Hmm? That's even more important. Hmm? Because that is, he's Krishna, but he, he's feeling differently. Hmm? And the whole exercise of Gore Leela is that Krishna is trying really to become Radha. We find him in Shikshastakam in the end, he becomes Radha. Hmm? His final verse of Shikshastakam Kaviraj Goswami says, and this is, is, is spoken by Radha. Hmm? This comes at the very end of the book, Chaitanya Charitamrita. This verse is spoken by Radha. And then we think, oh, he's, 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 he's successful, he's mission, mission accomplished. He's arrived, he's done it. Krishna has become Radha for all intents and purposes. He's experiencing himself from her perspective. And, and what he's saying now Radha speaking. So Radha is the bhava of the gore that is Krishna. Gore is Krishna in his Acharya Leela. It's a Leela as the Acharya, as the teacher. Hmm? He's Krishna. And he says, Jai Radhe, Jai Radhe. Gore is saying, Krishna is saying, Jai Radhe. And he be, he, his, his feeling, hmm? just like our Guru, there are two aspects to our Guru. Our Guru is Sakshadvaritvena, Samasta Shastra. It's not maybe but samasta shastra, all the shastras say, sakshadharitvena. The guru is representing Krishna. Hmm? 
means he represents in Gaudiya Sampradaya this teaching very nicely by precept, by, by explanation, and by example. Hmm? In the representational sense, he or she is Krishna. And that means you should pay attention here. When Krishna's Kaviraj Goswami begins to speak in Chaitanya Charitamrita, he begins with Bande Gurun and then his explanation on Guru Tattva. His explanation emphasizes this one point. While he speaks of a plurality of gurus, the Siksha Guru, for example, and the Diksha Guru, the Guru who gives the initiation, the Guru who gives instruction, which could be the same Guru or, or different Gurus, hmm? he wants to make one point, that these two are one, hmm? and that they are both Sakshat Madhrindranandan. Hmm? They are Krishna directly manifesting in a very peculiar, very particular, interesting way just for us. Hmm? We should pay all our attention there. And of course, the implication that you pay all attention there, give all respect, this become your main focus, then what? You will see the other side as well. You will become acquainted, the idea is to become fully acquainted with that uh, 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 embodiment of divinity, Sri Guru, how that means to say he or she is representationally Krishna and one with all gurus in the Gaudiya lineage. Guru is one, right? And then how he or she is different. Hmm? Because Samasta Shastra and what? Kintu Prabhoya Prevatasya. He is Krishna. Directly, all the scriptures say, and he is very dear to Krishna. And how can you be Krishna and be dear to Krishna? Hmm? Hmm? So, dear to Krishna means he's a devotee of Krishna. He loves Krishna. He has some bhava for Krishna. Hmm? And one may have this kind of bhava, one may have another kind of bhava. Hmm? Some differences there. Hmm? Hmm? You understand? And this then when we look at Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Gore is Krishna. Hmm? And then we say, and Gore is Radha, that is the other side. Hmm? He is Krishna, and he has love for Krishna. Hmm? This is more important. As it is more important that Gore is Radha than Gore is Krishna, but at the same time, we cannot get to Gore is Radha unless we understand that Gore is Krishna. Hmm? Similarly, Guru <laughs> is an embodiment of a certain kind of love for Krishna. And we want to be love for Krishna. That's what you want to be. Hmm? We want, we, we, that's, we, our ideal is not to be Krishna, but to be love for Krishna. I mean, to be an, an embodiment of Sakya Rasa, of Madhurya Rasa. Hmm? You understand? That's the ideal. So, 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 Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Krishna, but he is Radha. That is more important. That is... Uh, 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 and to understand that, we shall go... We, we do well to go to uh, Rupa Goswami. We, this is where we began yesterday in our discussion, to understand this side hmm, of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and thereby get some footing hmm, in what is... Uh, Radha Tattva. Hmm? So we sang song. We sing. We sing it again. Hmm? It's uh, a simple song, Sanskrit song, 
composed by Rupa Goswami, full of meaning, we discuss the first line. Hmm? It goes something like, Radhe Jaya Jaya Matova Daite. We discussed this line last night, but of course in brief, just worth going over for a moment. Rupa Goswami invokes the name Madhava. Madhava means spring, and spring is, of course, a time of new beginnings and anticipation. Hmm? And we get the feeling then, of course, of praying that is such that it's full and over, ever increasing, always expanding at the same time. Hmm? There's no ceiling hmm? in bhakti. Hmm? It's, so it's not the end of longing and anticipation. <laughs> as some spiritual paths culminate in. It was the beginning of meaningful longing and meaningful anticipation. And Madhava means Madhava, means the, the husband Hava of, Ma, of Lakshmi. So within the name of Madhava, a name for Krishna, we find he's not alone. You cannot have the husband of the goddess of fortune without the goddess of fortune, so she's included in the name. Hmm? And doite means like beloved. Hmm? So Jai Radhe, who is the beloved of Madhava, and as we spoke last night, she is the real Lakshmi, hmm? the supreme Lakshmi. She's the most chaste lady. Lakshmi is known for her chastity but we find that her chastity is in question from the Gaudiya perspective because although she's married to Narayan, she wanted to have make love to Krishna. Hmm? <laughs> what kind of chastity is that? <laughs> she found out that Narayan has a girlfriend hmm? in the name of, name of Radha. In the form of Madhava, he, he consorts with her. Hmm? But in Radha, of course, we never find her thinking about anybody else. Hmm? Right? Never for a moment. So she is the most chaste lady. Hmm? The most chaste lady. Hmm? And we mentioned, of course, that chastity, in the full sense of the term, properly understood with regard to spiritual life, chastity of the guru, chastity of the teachings, results in purity. Hmm? So wherever we find purity, we find chastity. We may find an appearance of chastity without purity. We may find an appearance where chastity seems to be lacking, but purity. So, you understand the point. <laughs> we cannot be pure, we cannot be spiritually advanced without, for example, the blessings of our guru, hmm? without being chased to the teachings of our guru. So if we appear not to be chased because we say, well, he said that, but I say this, according to time and circumstance, as may be the case and so forth, there's appearance of lack of chastity. But if he can actually say it, it has power, hmm, and he or she is spiritually advanced, then they must, they're pure, then they must be chaste. 
And then there can be the chastity where I do whatever he said, but I, but I don't really understand what 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 Gurudev says. You understand? That's that's a problem. So Radha is, of course, the parakya bhav is we find like this. She appears not to be chaste. Hmm? There's an appearance of a lack of chastity on her part, but she's the most chaste lady. Hmm? Embarrassing even Lakshmi, whose reputation is is world worldwide for being the most chaste lady. Hmm? So Radha, Madhava, Jai Radhe, Madhava Daite. So the topic is Radhe, who is the beloved of Krishna. Gokul Tarani Mandala Mohiti. Gokul Tarani means uh, among the, the, the Gokul Tarani, the young girls of Gokul, then all of them, they, they are in agreement with this idea. Hmm? Gokul Tarani Mandala Mohiti. In the Mandala, in the circle of love, that is the Braj, hmm? all these girls, they, they are glorifying her. They are all really partial manifestations of her. Rupa Goswami's Ujbal Nilmani, he describes, I believe, 360 different heroines using the aesthetic uh, language and sensibilities of Indian uh, uh, aesthetics for the arts and, and drama and so forth. So uh, Krishna is the composite of all the heroes, all the nayakas and Radha is the composite of all possible heroines with different different types of sentiments. Hmm? Uh, submissive lovers and dominant lovers and and many, many nuances uh, in between. The composite of all of them. So the principal Gokul Tarani, they're all partial manifestations of her. Uh, so... And it's a nice point, Gokultani, because as I said earlier, there in Vaikuntu there is one Lakshmi. Hmm? And in Gokul, there are Lakshmi Sahasra Sata, thousands of Lakshmis, thousands of milk, milk, milk maidens, gopis. And the difference is not only in, in, in number, hmm? but Sevimano. Hmm? Sevimano means endowed with a very special kind of love hmm? that makes, that turns Krishna into a plaything. Lakshmi cannot turn Narayan into a plaything hmm? in her hands. It is not within her power to do that. Hmm? Yeah, but there are all these Lakshmis of Golok, hmm? they have this power, and particularly Radha. Hmm? This is the meaning of Krishna, actually, conquered by love. Hmm? So, both in quantity and in equality, there's a difference in the Lakshmi's, the Lakshmi of Golok, hmm? from the Lakshmi of Vaikuntha. And we find a, a pr progressive development there. So, the Golok, it is sometimes called Mahavaikuntha. Hmm? As Krishna's two Bhagavan Swayam, Krishna is the avatari, fountainhead of all avatars, then it is Radha, not Lakshmi, who is the fountainhead of all the consorts of the different avatars of, of, of Bhagavan. Hmm? And it is uh, nice that Rupa Goswami, inappropriately, understandably, has described it as a, a mandal circle. 
It's a magical place. The circle is very, itself is very magical, and it, it, it's very aesthetically pleasing, the circle, compared to a line. A line is, it agitates the mind, hmm? actually. And the circle, it's completed. Full, you, you have closure. It's like you have the question, what comes first, the chicken or the egg? Hmm? So if you look at a time, if you look at time in a linear, rectilinear fashion, then you just get disturbed. <laughs> Which comes first, the chicken or the egg? Chicken or the egg? Chicken or the egg? It keeps going back. It keeps going back, right? right? There's no end to that. Hmm? But in cyclical time, which we have in Hinduism and Vedanta court, then the question is answered. Hmm? Because you follow the whole thing completely, and you say, neither one. <laughs> you understand? It goes all the way around. Neither one. Neither one. You can't say that on the line. Which comes first, the chicken or the egg? Chicken. The line is keep going, going. It never stops. Hmm? <laughs> but, oh, the circle. Then. It, 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 the circle helps you to stop thinking. Hmm? The line makes you just want to think it out. Think it out. And that is the problem. Line is for measuring. Hmm? And measuring means maya. Maya means to measure. Hmm? So that you try to bring the whole thing within your fist of your intellect, capture it, understand it, conquer it, that is not possible. They will only disturb the mind. Hmm? So some things are stated in Shastra, you just have to accept them. They say, that is beyond thinking, just know it from us. Hmm? Like that, know it from me. And, and, there's, if we, and we can accept that statement. Because how, how we just accept the book says, you know, don't think anymore. Just, it's like this. But... I want to answer with my mind, but Shasta says, no, don't think anymore. It's just like this, like this, don't think about it. Hmm? People will have problem with that, but the problem is because they have not received that Shastra from Guru Parampara. That means they don't, they don't, aren't able to feel the affection behind the command. Hmm? We have no problem taking command from our mother if she's affectionate, but she should be. <laughs> hmm? Do this, do that. Hmm? Sometimes a little problem, but we don't. mother knows best. You know, we we feel her affection. She says, "Sit down, eat." You know, then you don't go. What's in it? <laughs> uh, I don't know about that. Yeah, because we feel her affection. Hmm? The Vedas speak like a father, like a king, giving a command. Hmm? Do this, do that. The Puranas they speak like what? Like a, like a friend. Well, let's sit down. Let me tell you a story. Hmm? And then think about it. I want to make a point to you. Let's go take a walk and I'll tell you a story. Hmm? And we'll touch on some common points and so forth. And the Bhagavatam, which is the essence of the Purana. Sumad Bhagavatam Amalam Puranam. Amalam Puranam. And Amalam Pramanam. And Shutisara Mekam also. The essence of all the Shruti. The Shruti speaks, the Veda, like a king. The Puranas, like a, like a, like a friend. And Bhagavatam, like a lover. And the friend, and the king. Hmm? All, kind, all such things are found there. Hmm? But particularly, the language of the lover. Veda hmm? speaks somewhat in a language that, unless you love, you cannot understand. Lovers have their own language. You have to have saridam, a sympathetic heart to understand. Oh, what, what are they saying to one another? 
What, what's behind it? What is the meaning? Hmm? So, when we receive this Shastra, this, this revelation through, through Guru Parampara, hmm? this is a very, very different way of acquiring um, knowledge than the ordinary way in which we acquire knowledge in the world. Hmm? And we come under the rule, if you will, of our Guru by affection. I've often said that scripture says, you must have a guru. But if you write that, it doesn't really say, you must have a guru. But if I write it down and I say, you must have a guru, then you may read it like this. You must have a guru. But that's why writing it down is not enough. Because it's not, you must have a guru. But it's, you must have a guru. I must have a guru. I must have you as my guru. I must. You understand? This is a different, rather than I must, okay, I'll do it if I have to. <laughs> There's no alternative. <laughs> no, I must. It comes from us. I must. This is law, law of love. We were talking, Gorangapri and I, about Christianity and its focus sometimes on, on people helping people, one another, and, the, and, and, and uh, the conception of God is, is often very much distilled down to, like, help your brother and your, your family and your friends and your community and, you know, drop everything to help them and, 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 and so on. And uh, our idea of God is somewhat a little, little, bit, little bit different. It kind of should include that, but it's got some other aspects of it as, as, as well, right? Mm-hmm. But... Uh, we didn't touch on this point, but but actually, it's often often the guru is spoken of in such a way that can bridge the gap, hmm? Hmm. because the guru is one who even even that who goes after us, hmm? even before God does, so to speak. I mean, through through the guru, the, the God is 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 coming to us, and he or she. In the history, in the in the in the, in the precedents, hmm? intervenes even in ordinary life, hmm? Hmm? and and kisses babies, and you know, kind of things. Rupa uh, Sanatan, there could not be a better example. Sanatan Mundavaba, when he came, walked through the Braj, the the villages, and so forth. Everyone would run. Sanatana has come. They would run to him, and children would grab him by the hands, and people would ask them ordinary questions. We've got a problem in the village, and this is the issue, and this, and then he would give his opinion, and they would accept it, whatever he said. Both the gentle people and the not very gentle people, they all, oh, whatever he says, that we will do. They could feel he had affection for them on every level. Hmm? Once I've told the story before, one of my godfathers was standing with Prabhupada on the balcony in, a, in his temple in Calcutta, and there were some beggars down there. One had an arm, hand cut off, and a boy and a girl. And he turned to Prabhupada and said, Prabhupada, sometimes I feel compassionate for these people. I know it's Maya, he's thinking. I shouldn't because it's just their karma. Hmm? But sometimes, he didn't say it like that, but this is what he meant. Sometimes, sometimes, I'm sorry, but 
I feel sorry for them on a material level. Hmm? And Prabhupada turned to him and said, why only sometimes? <laughs> Do you understand? <laughs> so it's true that, that, that saving the dress of a drowning man is not a very good idea, but, but usually you don't tell him to take his clothes off before you bring him back to the shore either, right? You save him and his dress is the point. So compassion for others in a worldly sense hmm, is, is a shadow of the full sense of compassion for the eternal soul in its plight. Hmm, but it's included, one is included within the other. Hmm. And the guru is really Kripa Shakti of Bhagwan. Hmm? Kripa Shakti means that manifestation of Bhagavan Sri Krishna to which he shows mercy. And he has, or she has, some familiarity with our condition, materially, and all of its intricacies. Hmm? I'm not a householder, but I can tell you everything about householder life. I can understand the psychology. Hmm? <laughs> I see what the relationships involve and so many things, and, and, and all that, 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 that the trials and the tribulations of such. Just to give one example, of the misery <laughs> of material, <laughs> material existence. Uh, it, it's a beautiful thing too, but... Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> so with the sun rising and setting, but it's killing us, yeah. So... Uh, <laughs> so because of that familiarity with some closeness to some empathy is there. Hmm? Really. The group, in the guru person, you will find empathy for your material condition because he also or she also knows if your material condition is too difficult, then how you practice spiritual life. Hmm? And if I always ask some, some question, how are you? Do you have a job now? <laughs> how is it going? <laughs> you, uh, how you got both feet on the ground? Because you have to jump to the, touch the stars, so you better start with both feet on the ground, otherwise... You start with one foot and you're out of ba off balance, then you may not be successful. Hmm? Some horizontal development is there necessary as a foundation if we want to go up vertically very high. Hmm? So Gurudevi knows this very much. Hmm? So in that person, we can find in Gaudiya Vaishnavism a god, if you will, that's also more concerned with our immediate situation. Hmm? It's a nice idea. Hmm? So, what is the point then? So, anyway. Radhe Jai Jai Mahavadaite Gokultarani Mandala Mohite The Mandala, the circle. Hmm? Oh, it's nice. And, and this cyclical time, well, you know, we can make some case that even scientific community, there is some space we're now thinking time might be cyclical and uh, expanding and contracting universes like we find described in, in, in Bhagavatam, this kind of idea. Some semblance of similarity is there. But the, the basic idea of the cyclical time and the circle and the mandal of, of go this is very, it's meant to help us kind of stop thinking. Hmm? So they'll, they're trying to figure everything out. Hmm? And the commands of the Shastra, they're spoken, as I'm saying, with, if we receive them properly, 
through the Guru Parampara, we know, we feel the affection behind them. Hmm? We feel the affection, so it's okay, we can take the command. Otherwise, you say, book says this, you should do this. And people go, I don't know about that. I'm supposed to stop thinking. But if someone loves you and says, just stop thinking, will you? Okay, okay, I know you love me, I'm going to stop thinking. And you're going to take care of everything, right? Right, okay. Then you can do it. Hmm? So this is required, that we can receive that revelation, that Shastra, it, 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 with the proper understanding, through the affection behind it. Hmm? Hmm? Affection of the father, affection of a friend, affection of a lover. A guru has to speak the language of love and the language of reason. He has to translate the language of love into the language of reason hmm? to address the human society who is supposed to be logical and reasonable to a point, but not to a fault. Hmm? That reason will be, will be the God and everything must submit to that. The Shastra tells us, stop thinking like that. Stop thinking like that. That is a problem that you will not know comprehensively. You will be agitated only by that. Your mind will never become peaceful by that. Hmm? And of course, the more intelligent we are, the more difficult that is. Uh, but uh, more, more problematic that is. They say that the Brahmins, this is the high end of the, of the Varnashram, but from the Gaudiya point of view, the Sudras are the high end because they just do what they're told. Hmm? No problem. <laughs> Just serve. Just change the object of service to Krishna and go forward. So, Gokul Kthaurani Mandala Mohite says, in this circle of Gokul, there's a circle and the Leela's going round and round and round again and again. And Mother Yasoda is thinking, Nanda Maharaj is thinking, if only we had a son. And all of the Gokul is thinking, we have the... This is the problem. So they think like this, and they think we should have a son. We should have a son. Nanda Maharaj and Jashoda Mahi, they think we should have a son. They perform a vrat for the pleasure of Narayan, that they might get a son. Their problem, of course, in having a son is Nanda Maharaj makes a confession. Every time I think of having a son, I think I should have a son. He should be more beautiful than Narayan. Then I think, that's crazy. <laughs> and Mother Yashoda says, same thing happens to me. Hmm? So maybe we should perform a vrat and try to please Narayan. For one year they perform a very austere uh, 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 vow with regard to what to eat, what not to eat, and so on and so forth. And, and just that in the course of the year, Yashoda Mai has become pregnant and she has a visions and Narayan says, I'm coming. <laughs> and, and, and so, of course, Krishna is born. Then, then Leela proceeds and it appears that Krishna leaves Vrindavan and he goes to Mathura and Dwarka and Uddhava comes back and says, he really likes you, but he's really busy over there. Hmm? And you're so fortunate, Nanda Maharaj, to have a son like Krishna. I, I cannot tell you how fortunate you are. And Nanda Maharaj says, what are you, crazy? You think I'm fortunate? I have the most beautiful son in the world and he's gone. You call me fortunate? You're crazy. Hmm? What is our position? We had a son. He's the most beautiful, most charming, and now he's gone. And, all, and, and we don't know if he's coming back. Hmm? Our misfortune is, 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 is worse than anything you could possibly imagine in the world. They go into a into, into catatonic state, and Nudava just walks away like, Oh my God, where am I? What kind of people are these people? <laughs> 
then that's just beginning. Then he has to meet Krishna's friends. Then he has to meet the gopis. He has to see Radha's condition. He realizes, I came here to school them. I came here to be schooled. I came to give them a message, but they're teaching me by their example. Then he just wandered around for a couple months in the brudge, singing praise of the brudge and those people. If I could have that kind of intensity of love, I'd be happy to be born as a blade of grass here. This is Uddhava speaking. Uddhava is Shastravit, of course. He's Krishna's advisor in Dwarka, so there's nothing he doesn't know in the scripture, but he doesn't know Vrindavan. He doesn't know the Gokul Mandal. Hmm? That circle is beyond, beyond, that is beyond the Shastra, beyond the Shruti. This is near Grantapi Rukrame, Ahoytuki, Itam Bhutagunohari. Hmm? Beyond the book, Sukadev studied it anyway. He was beyond books. Why he studied Bhagavatam? Because it's not a book. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is beyond the Shruti. Hmm? Beyond, this is <laughs> the Samadhi Bhasha of, 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 of Vyas. Hmm? So, then Matananda Maharaj, they're in this condition for some time. Her, he, he and Yashoda, and they start to think, we're so unfortunate, we have a son that he's gone. He, 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 will he ever come back? And then maybe he won't come back. And are we crazy? Do we really have a son? Do we really? What? We should have a son. We should have a son. Let us have a son. It turns like this, and then the Leela starts over again. <laughs> it goes like this, in a circle, hmm? yeah. round and round. Hmm? Yeah. So to add to that circle of love, this is our ideal. Hmm? This is our ideal. Hmm? It is, circle means it, it has movement, but it's beautiful, beautiful, coherent movement. Hmm? That such is the nature of Leela. Our movement now is not coherent. It's it's. <laughs> It's the movement, but you know, like, like, that's not a good example. But uh, some they're running around, but not thinking. Of, like, uh, so I won't say that one. <laughs> you know. Uh, anyway, so Gokul Mandal. Uh, so all these girls of the Gokul Mandal, they are all in agreement. Jairadhe, Jairadhe, Damodararati Vardhanaveshe. Then he says that. Oh, she is Damodarati Bardhana Vesha. Her Vesha, her dress is Damodarati. And it's Bardhana. Her dress is, her dress, her attire, her dress is, is, is love for, for Damodar Krishna. And it's always increasing. She's dressed in ever increasing affection for Krishna. This helps us to understand where kind of what we're talking about. Hmm? That it, 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 her dress is not cotton or silk. She has a dress. She's dressed in affection. Hmm? And it's ever-increasing affection. This is, we say, that God has no form. Hmm? Means he has a form that is nothing like what we are familiar with. Hmm? It, it looks similar, but it's completely different. Hmm? So sometimes Shastra says, says God has no form. It means 
He has no form. Nothing. You have a certain idea of what a form is. It's nothing like that. Hmm. Hmm. Even if it looks similar at a, at a glance, get close. It's made out of different, a different substance altogether. It's not made out of the objective world. It's made out of the, the, the subjective world. You have to understand the whole mandal of Gokul is a subjective reality. You have to understand that. Hmm? It's a meditative reality. Hmm? You can you can write pages in that in, 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 in that book of love. Hmm? You understand? That's what meditation is in Gaudiya Vaishnava. You write a page, and your name is on the page, and you enter the book of love of God. Hmm? Now that means you can do that when your mind is taken over by bhav. Hmm? Hmm? Uh, Rupa Goswami says what? Um, that uh, hmm? uh, hmm? uh, This Sudasattva makes ingress into the mind and rides the mind, takes over the mind. Like if you take an iron rod and you stick it in the fire, then you take it out and you touch you, you don't say, why did you touch me with that iron rod? You say, you burnt me. You got touched by fire. This bhav takes over the mind. Hmm? With that, then, then see, bhav is, Srupa Shakti is making up Leela. That's what it does. Srupa Shakti is facilitating the will of Bhagwan, the jiva's unit of will, when the Srupa Shakti makes ingress into the jiva, then the jiva's will is only to please Krishna. And there are many ways in which that can be done. Hmm? Within the context of a particular sentiment. Hmm? And therefore we find devotees, they do all kinds of things in Golok. Hmm? You understand? They're only wanting to please Krishna. But as a friend of Krishna, there's so many ways to please Krishna. Hmm? They have their own desires. Do you understand? Their own will. But it's being facilitated by the Sarup Shakti and every one of their own personal desires, if you will, are pleasing to Krishna. Hmm? It's a very nice idea. We say, we, 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 have, we only do the will of God, but it's not like, like, that, like, like that exactly. Hmm? We have no separate will. We will to serve Krishna. And when the will makes, when it takes a shape, like loving Krishna as a friend or Romantically, then there are so many things, that are so many different, different. One cowherd likes mangoes. One likes bananas, hmm? and Krishna likes them to like bananas, likes them he, to have to like mangoes. They have their own desire, but it's all in, the, in relation to the srupa shakti. In, in consideration of that, this is a very extraordinary world. Hmm? Hmm? The unit, the jiva is a unit of will, and the srupa shakti facilitates the will. Just like you, you wish you could do whatever you want whenever you want. That's what everybody wants. I want to do whatever I want whenever I want it. Hmm? Then you can do. Hmm? That is Krishna Leela. You can do whatever you want whenever you want. When you only want to please Krishna, then you can do whatever you want whenever you want. And there's a whole world to facilitate. Hmm? Hmm. So, the forms that are made of they're not made of anything of this world. Damodarati. And another other way of saying, she dresses only for the pleasure of Krishna. And he has invoked the name Damodar. Damodar, of course, is a nice name of Krishna, but it also per- re- relates to the month of Damodar, another name for which is Kartik. This is the month 
of Radha. Krishna says in the Gita of months, I am Margashirsha or Agrahayana. Hmm? It is the month after Kartik. Hmm? Sanatana Prabhu has reasoned. First comes Radha, then comes Krishna. Radha Krishna. Radha Govinda. Radha Madan Mohan. Radha Gokulananda. Radha Gopinath. Who's down the street? Radha. Golokananda? Oh, Radha Golokananda. Hmm? So Radha's name always coming first. Of course, Prabhupada had deities in Chicago. He named Kishore Kishori. So someone said, Prabhupada, why Radha's name is second? Kishore Kishori. He said, oh, save the best for the last. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so anyway, if, if the one month is representative of Krishna, then the month that precedes that, maybe that's Radha's month. Hmm? It is mentioned, Urja Brata. Hmm? And... Urukaraka in Padma Purana. Urukaraka. Rupa Goswami cites it in Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, amongst the angas, the limbs of Bhakti. Hmm? Observance of the Urjavrata. Hmm? Urukaraka means uh, this, uh, uh, that it, it, it pertains to the month of Damodar, the Damodar month, which is the same as Kartik month. This is Radha's month. Hmm? And Urja means resources. Urjeshwari, this is her name. She's the source of all resources, all the power, the Shakti of Bhagavan, by which Bhagavan does so many things and by which he will be known. We'll be known by a person, a person by their Shakti, by their power, by what they do. Hmm? We may look at them, but we may not know them. But if we know what they do, hmm? so by the Shakti they are revealed. Hmm? So she is... This uh, uh, Urjeshwari, hmm? the, the composite of all the res- resources of, of Bhagavan. And Damodar, or Kartik, that is her month, amongst the four months of the Chaturmas, the four months, this is the last one. This one is singled out by Rupa Goswami for observance, citing the Padma Purana. Hmm? Said, Swalapam Urik Uru Karakaha. Karaka, Uru Karaka means who does a great thing. For a very little. Swalpam urukaraka. If a, if a person does, if you give something very small to a person and they, they respond in a very big way, that's very generous, very extraordinary. This month is like that. Hmm? Hmm? It means Radharani is very generous. Hmm? A little service there will bring so much remuneration. And it also means to us what? That, that the measure of remuneration will be in consideration of the necessity. Also, hmm? Hmm. if a person has is in the desert and you give them water, that will be a big thing. If you say to me, "Here, do you want some water, Marsha?" Okay, yeah, maybe. All right, I'll have some water. You want me to have water? Okay. <laughs> That's different than ah, you brought me water. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> in this month of Kartik, then it's a special time. Hmm? Hmm? Uh, Radharani has great necessity to please Krishna. Hmm? Just gearing up for the next month when all the Gokultani will enter into the Jamuna up to their neck hmm? in the cold, making a vow to Katyayani to try to get Krishna as their husband. Hmm? Just the month preceding, this is percolating. 
This is a great necessity. Hmm? So, during her necessity, you can tender some service and you will get her attention and, and reciprocation. So, Sri Rupa has invoked this name, Damodarati, hmm? and reminding us of Kartamodarati Vardhanaveshe. Hmm? Hari Niskutu Bindabi Pineshe. Hari Niskutu means, Niskutu means like like the hollow of a tree. Hari Niskuta. So Hari, he's got the little hole in the tree. And Hari Niskuta Brindabi Pineshe. is Brindabi Pineshe. Brinda, Bipina, Isha. It means Brindabaneshwari. She's the queen of the whole place. He's got a little spot there in her place. Something like that. He's saying. Vishwabhanu dati nabhashashileke. Vishwabhanu dati udate. Udati means ocean. Vishwabhanu is the name of Radharani's father. Vishwabhanu udati. Vishwabhanu dati. Nabhashashileke. It means that that Vishwabhanu, her father, is full of affection. He's oceanic. Udati means ocean. Oceanic in his love for Radha. Hmm? Who is Nabashashi Leke? Nabashashi means new moon. And Leke means like, like, well, it means like, like the rising of the new moon, the crescent moon, the, the, the new moon. Hmm? Not the full moon, but the new moon. Which means new moon means prospect. Hmm? Now it will, it's waxing. Hmm? And there'll be no limit to that waxing. Hmm? It will grow and grow. Hmm? So the idea here is that Vishubhanu Raj, hmm? very good friend of, 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 of Nanda Baba, he has so much love for his daughter. Hmm? Hmm? And in Rupa Gosam, he has emphasized this point, and poetically he said, well, she is like the womb born from the ocean of, of Vishubhanu Raj's love. Just like in Indian, uh, in the Puranic lore, the moon is born out of the milk ocean. Milk means affection. Hmm? The cow has affection for the calf, and the milk will come. You try to get it down, bring it, you, know, you have to bring the calf, and she will let down. Hmm? So milk is, symbolizes the, uh, affection. It is affection. Hmm? All this ocean of milk, it means like that. You've got to cross an ocean of affection to get there. You have to become affection to get there. So the moon, of course, it said, they churned the ocean of milk and out came the moon. It's an interesting concept. It has some parallel in modern scientific theory. You know, there's a theory, it's still credible, uh, that the moon came from the earth. You know it? Hmm? That long time ago, when the earth was more plastic or, or gaseous, more, more liquid, hmm? then a big meteor hit the earth and it splashed. And what came up then in the atmosphere solidified and that is the moon. And the crater that is formed, that is the, for the Pacific Ocean. So, so the moon, <laughs> the moon came out of the ocean is the idea. <laughs> Uh, and then the Indians had some idea. They were thinking like this, and they wrote about it poetically. Hmm? 
And moon, of course, moon is the moon is in in Indian thought is presides over, over the mind. Hmm? So, should we think that mind comes out of matter as moon comes out of earth? Maybe. From the from the Vedanta perspective, of course, there's a big argument: is 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 the mind, the brain? Does the mind come out of? Is is it just matter? Hmm? Or is it something else? Of course, we would say, yes, it's just matter. <laughs> it's a subtle form of matter, in one sense. Hmm? We speak of consciousness as something else. Mind is the mediator between matter and consciousness, where qualitative experiences are experienced by the experiencer, the witness, hmm? who is consciousness, who is the Atma. Hmm? But anyway, for argument's sake, Hume thought that we cannot say that matter does not think. This was his hard, one of his arguments. We cannot say that matter does not think. But if it does think, what does it think about? Hmm? That would be the next question. It thinks about love. Hmm? <laughs> and that, that love, that is another thing. Hmm? That is not, that cannot be contained. That cannot be described. That cannot be captured. Hmm? That is free. But enough about the moon. <laughs> we go to the sun, Brishabhanu. That also, Brishabhanu. Brishab means great and Bhanu means light. It is said that the sun at one point got a little frustrated in the Puranic lore. The, fr- the sun got frustrated, always shining on everybody. He needed a little privacy. He entered in a cave for contemplation and meditation came a huge problem for the universe. I don't know when that happened, but uh, <laughs> it became a huge problem. And Krishna came to, to speak to the sun. Hmm? The sun, what's the problem? And the sun said, oh, I have, I have a desire to have a daughter who will captivate you. That's my desire. Hmm? Sun means, of course, different ways to look at it, but sun is also Narayan, Surya Narayan. Hmm? I want a daughter that will captivate you. Said, so, okay, so you, you got it. I'll give you that benediction. Then the sun appeared as Vrishabhanu. Hmm? And, and the daughter of the sun, Brihad Bhavani, it is mentioned in the Shruti, Gopal Thapani, Brihad Bhavani, Saha. Hmm? Hmm? Now in the marsh, Vrishabhanu went, he found. This baby girl in the river, in the in the in the Jamuna, on a lotus, brought her home. Hmm? Hmm? Brought her home. She was blind, but so he took care of her. Hmm? Narada came to. I heard maybe there was a daughter born in your house. Is it true? We have a son. I know. I know about that. Hmm? Sri Dom. But is maybe a daughter? Well, we have this girl. You know, she's not. You know, exactly born here, but. There's a problem, and, and let me see her. Uh, he sees, and then he prostrates himself before Rishabhan is scratching his head. Well, these sages, you cannot figure them out. <laughs> hmm? He said, I tell you one thing you should do. Bring Nanda Maharaj here and his son. Hmm? So Nanda Maharaj came, of course, and Krishna was a little child, sat down next to Radha. Then she opened her eyes. Hmm? Then she could see, living only for him. Hmm? Again, see the supreme Lakshmi. So, 
So Vishabhanu, Vishabhanu means great light. Vrishab means also the bull, Dharma. So uh, Vishabhanu means like, and Dharma means light hmm? also. Hmm? So who shines the brightest light on Dharma? That is Parodharma, Yato Bhakti, the Hoksade, Savai Pum, some Parodharma, Yato Bhakti, the Hoksade, Aitoki, a Patiata, Yatma, some Prasidati. This is real Bhakti, not Barnashram Dharma, Prem Dharma. Hmm? And Radharani is the personification of that uh, Prema Dharma. And she is Swaha. We say, oh, the mantra is all made up of Krishna's names Gobindaya, Krishnaya. Gopi Janabalabhaya, two Gopi Janabalaba, two Govinda, two Krishna. You say, oh, the mantra is all made up of Krishna's names. Hmm? Yeah, and Swaha. Hmm. It's all made up of this. Swaha. Gopal Tampati says, and you say these words Krishnaya, Krishnaya, Govindaya, Gopi Janabalabhaya, hmm? concluding with the great daughter of the sun. Swaha, and swaha means sacrifice, giving. Hmm? She's the personification of this. This is our deity. Hmm? Hmm? Hmm. We, she is teaching, she is goddess, uh, god, uh, ideal, uh, object of devotion, and ideal of devotion in one, showing us the way. Hmm? Hmm. So we have to give ourselves as she is giving herself to Krishna. We talked a little bit this about in Shikshastakam, how she's giving, how she's depicted, how Mahaprabhu, when he becomes Radha, hmm, what he says, Asli Shiva Padratam Punashtamam Adarshanam Marmahatam Kurotu Vayatatatabhidhatu Lampato Matpranatas to Sayvanapara. This is the end. He's successful, he becomes Radha. In the beginning, as he starts to enter there in Asakti, I want to become a maidservant. Hmm? Again, service is, is central to, to this, these sentiments of love for Krishna. And in the end, matpranamatastusayevanapara. Hmm? If some other gopi will give Krishna greater pleasure than me, then I drag her here. Hmm? I will go miles to, to bring her here if it will just please him in some small way. And push her forward. The only reason I push myself forward is because I know in that instance only I can satisfy him. The whole of the Madhuri Baba is steeped in seva, steeped in service. It has nothing to do with Purushabhav. It has to be retired altogether. And then he says, What? Karunam Kurumai, Karuna Borite, Sanaka, Sanatana, Barnita Charite. Karunam Kurumai. This is, we say, ah, the devotee is the Kripa Shakti of Bhagawan, that manifestation of Bhagawan's mercy. He or she can be more compassionate and empathetic with us, as I said earlier, because he has some experience of our suffering that Krishna has no experience of. But what makes that, that devotee a devotee? That is the ingress of, of the Ladini Shakti. Hmm? That is the ingress of Raj. She is Bhakti Devi. She is the compassionate nature of Krishna. Karunam Kurumai. How merciful is Rupa Goswami? And he, he understands. She is Kurumai. She is made of mercy. 
Karunam kur, be merciful to me, he's asking. You are made of mercy. Please show your mercy to me. Karunam kurumai, karunaborite, sanaka sanatan varnita charite. And, 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 and just to, he ends in a very nice way. He says, and to understand her properly, I've said all these things about this girl. You may wonder, what am I talking about some girl for? Here I am, a sannyasi, and so forth. Well, I want to inform you. Sanakan, Sanatan, Sanaka, you know these rishis? They're like little boys, naked, yeah? but self-realized, and, and, and they sing about her qualities. They are singing about her, her qualities. What, what must be those qualities? Hmm? In Sanat Kumar Sanghita, so much of the Gaudi idea, the Holman Jaribhav, Astaka Lila, the Eightfold Lila, Division of Krishna, it all come from, the seed of that, all coming from Sanat Kumar Samhita. You may have read it. Hmm? Rupa Goswami taken from there and written a Lila uh, uh, about the Eightfold Lila that Krishnadas then, Kabiraj took and turned into Gaudi so many, so many, uh, a, a big book, Krishna Bhamanamrita of, 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 of Vishwana Chakri Thakur, same idea. Just the seed of that is coming from Sunat Kumar Samhita. And the idea of Manjari Bhav is found there. Hmm? So he refers to them. Hmm? He refers to them, these are sober, very sober people, super sober sages. Uh, what they, Brahma wanted, was it? Brahma wanted them to, to marry and have children. They said, no way. We're Brahmacharis, dad. We're going to be a brahmachari dad. Sorry. They, they defied their own father, Brahma, to become brahmacharis. Heavy, heavy people. They're, they're naked, but they're never, you know, disturbed this idea. And, and they're, they're always singing about her glories. This is found in Snakamar Samhita. So, she's not an ordinary girl. And also, one and final point, he says, Sanaka Sanatana. So this means the four Kumars, but also means Sanaka, the four Kumars, and Sanatan, my guru, my elder brother, Sanatan Goswami, to whom in Gorlila I always defer, as I have in my Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, in my introduction, as I have in my Ujbal Nilmani, these books of mine, my Bidugda Madhava, Lalita Madhava, I, Rupa Goswami always showing respect to Sanatana Goswami in Gorlila. His elder, his Siksha Guru, the philosopher of Gaudiya Vaishnavism. Hmm? In Krishna Lila, then it's reversed. Sanatana is showing respect to Rupa Manjari. Well, not respect, but uh, he's somewhat uh, in a secondary position. She is Rupa Goswami taking the primary. Role there. Oh, we didn't mention the Lita Saki, Vanita, what is it? Uh, yeah, he also mentioned the Lita, Visaka. These are, of course, the names of the constellations. It was common in the time to name all the young girls of the Braj after the wives of Prajapati Daksha who married the moon and represent the different mansions of the moon as it goes through its different phases of waxing and waning. Hmm? The Lita Vishaka Vishaka is the same as, as, as Radha. Lalita Anuradha, these are two different, Vishaka Anuradha, the two different constellations. Hmm? Vishaka and Radha, they're born on the same day. Hmm? Anuradha, just following that, that is Lalita. 
these are principal uh, gopis competent to be group leaders, but they subordinate themselves to Radha in the Leela. Hmm? All these people, so nice. We mentioned Rishabhanu, and I'll conclude with this. Rishabhanu, he's the, 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 the father of Radha, and he had five, 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 there was five of them, five, there were five brothers, Vishabhanu, Brihadbanu, Subhanu, Mahabhanu, and Banu. Hmm? And they had 20 children amongst them, eight girls and 12 boys. And those eight girls and those 12 boys, they all came to earth to give Gaudiya Vaishnavas. That means Astasaki and Dvarasa Gopal. Hmm? They're all related to the family of Radha. Hmm? They're all like sister, like Sridham, or the, the daughters of Gopals, or cousins, or nieces, nieces, cousins, hmm? male and female. These came to the world. Hmm? And of course, Radha's attendants, Rup, Sanatan, Shidiva Goswami, hmm? who give us Gaudiya Vaishnavism, hmm? which is Jai Radhe, Jai Radhe. Any question? What are the uh, 360 heroines you spoke about? Should I go through them all? <laughs> That's a long. It 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 means different. It means just like you can say. Oh, she, I give an example. She's a very, she's very dominant. She's a very submissive kind of lover. Like you take for. I'll give you an extreme example. Like Rukmini was very submissive in Dwaraka, right? And Satyabhama was very heavy, making her case known. Hmm? So. Rupa Goswami detailed 360 different nuanced type of heroines with different sentiments. Hmm? Just like you have different kind of heroes, you have the Dira Prashanta, the Dira Lalita, hmm? the Dira Dhatta, these personalities. These are different types of heroes, Nayakas. Hmm? And, 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 then, and, and then you have, of those four, hmm? Dira Lalita, Dira Prashanta, Dhirodhata, and Dira Lalita. Hmm? You have these four, then you have Pati and Upapati. Of the four, there are four married types and four unmarried types. Hmm? So you got four, then you got eight and sixteen, and, so, and it goes up to like ninety-six or something like that. You put it all together. It's all this is all part of um, uh, the way in which in Ujjwal Nivmani is describing the Vibhav. Hmm? Hmm? Vishai Alambana, Ashray Alambana. Hmm? Krishna is the object of love, and then the Rasa is, is, the, the, is the vessel, the shelter of, the, of that love. Hmm? And so in Madhur Rasa, then, you have all these different nuanced types. Hmm? Radha is the personification of all, and Krishna is the personification, he's the perfect hero. So he's all of those combined. This is the idea. Hmm? <laughs> yes. How did Kumars hear about Radha? Because if they sing in the glory, they must be somewhere. Yeah, they heard from Sankarshan and they heard the Bhagavatam. That's another reading of Bhagavatam. In Bhagavatam, in third or fourth canto, it's described how um, Ma Sankarshan hmm, explained the Bhagavatam to the Kumaras. It's another reading of the Bhagavatam. <laughs> so the different tellings, just like Vyas wrote it, Sukadev spoke it, Sutta Goswami spoke it, the sages listened, and so on and so forth. So it's also told that 
Sankarshan spoke it through the Kumara. That's then you have your your beginning of your um, what do you call this uh, Nimbarka uh, or the uh, Beta Bed Sampradaya, hmm? Dwaita Dwaita. Yeah, they also study Bhagavatam and they like Radha a little differently than us Gaudias, but that they they emphasize this is a very strong emphasis in Nimbarka Sampradaya, Krishna and Radha. Hmm? So, because they have emphasized Radha, Rupa Goswami said, oh, we like that part from them. We take that part from them. Hmm? Some parts we leave, but we take that part from their group. What else? It was a bit of a long discussion, but uh, I appreciate your patience and enthusiasm to hear. Yes? Well, at one point we were talking about Bhagavat, and, and we were also talking about Srimad Bhagavatam, and I was thinking about Prabhupada's purport, talking about the book Bhagavat and the person and how important it is to actually have both. So, we have the book Bhagavat, but we, we need the person Bhagavat. How do we, how do we find that person Bhagavat? I mean, every, that we can fully realize book Bhagavat, because Prabhupada said both have to be there. Actually, it's a teaching of Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami. He says that Gaur, it's a part of his commentary on his uh, his uh, not, not specific namaskar verse of Chaitanya Charitamrita where he glorifies the deities of his book. He says, Vande Sri Krishna Chaitanya Nitananda O Sohodito Gododai Pushpabanto Chitro Sambhotamonado. Then he explains that at some length. Hmm? And in the context of explaining that, he says, Chitro Sambhotamonado. They give. Samdo Tamonudo. They give Prem, and in the context of giving Prem, of course, they remove Tamonudo. All Dharma, Artha, Kama, Vansha. Desire for Dharma, Artha, Kama, and Moksha, which he says is Kaitava. This is a darkness, cheating of the heart. Hmm? Tarnam Kaitava. It's, I call it cheating, he said. Desire for Dharma, Artha, Kama, Moksha. They give Prem, and they banish from the heart these desires. How do they do it, he says? He answers his only question. By bringing us in touch with two Bhagavatas, the book Bhagavatam and the person Bhagavatam. That's how they do it. Hmm? So, your question is, I got the book, how do I find the person Bhagavatam? Right? That's your question. <laughs> Well, that is a bit uh, somewhat, uh, you want some objectivity to something that is somewhat, that has some objectivity. There's some objectivity, that is to say, as to who is a Bhagavat, but then there's some subjectivity as to whether, who, where we can, how we can recognize it or not. Hmm? Right? So some will say, we have found, what is he talking about? Hmm? Right? Some will think. Hmm? But that is somewhat subjective. So, if you think, for example, you're a disciple of Prabhupada, so you think that you found the person Bhagavad in Prabhupada, right? How did you find him? How do you know he found you? Uh, I was suddenly in darkness, and uh, just uh, uh, some devotees came along and kind of said, uh, so, so, by his influence, you're saying you began to see things differently 
in a very profound sense. That's what happened to you. It changed your way of thinking about life. Hmm? So now you've been devotee for so long. So you have to think, if, if, if you can come in touch with somebody who changes your thinking about what you've been thinking about is Krishna consciousness for so many years. Hmm? If you can significantly influence that and change that, then that's something similar is happening to you. Hmm? Then you have to put those together and you think, I think I'm finding the Bhagavad person and there's some similarity here, if, the, if, if it's happened to you. Hmm? So I'm saying, you already did that once. <laughs> so, you know, you should do that again. Or, or, or they'll find you, but then you have to think. Because there's a tendency to think amongst Prabhupada's disciples, well, I found Prabhupada, but they stop to think how they found. Hmm? What, what was their condition? How needy they were. Hmm? How needy they were. How much their necessity was. I gotta, I gotta find a guru. I mean, that's how I was. <laughs> I had to find the truth. I found it. So that necessity, then, then it became apparent. Other people saw him, they didn't think that, that well, it's a nice old guy, interesting, charming, uh, but uh, it's not for me. So something about in them, hmm, there, there was a requirement. Hmm? that they could have the eyes to see. So as much as that necessity, now you have some necessity. You're asking the question. So you need to have some necessity. So that's good. So you have to then uh, cultivate that, that necessity. And then you, then you have to think objectively. What was it that made you think that Prabhupada was the person Bhagavad when other people didn't think like that? What made you think like that? Is it just that you're right and they're wrong? Maybe. <laughs> but what what made you think like that? Hmm? And and some people met Prabhupada that got initiated by somebody else. For example, even, even I know there's one of Prabhupada's disciples who got initiated by Prabhupada. Said, I really meant to get initiated by you know your godbrother over here in Prabhupada. Well, then go over there to him. Hmm? You know that story. So so you have to think you know objectively because sometimes you tend to think we tend to think Prabhupada's disciples tend to think well, it's just real clear like there he was like he came with four arms and you know it was obvious that he was you know it really wasn't like that it wasn't really that obvious we had to really search out and think about and, and the same way that all the next generation of people had to think you know here's this fellow from India and you know I mean he's saying all these things it's not like he was like riding on a just a horse out of the sky or something like that you know in fact he was rather kind of well, he was different, <laughs> but uh, you know we had to exercise the full measure of our sincerity, and so we tend to not us Prabhupada's tend not to think about that, how that happened to us, and so forth, and and uh, so, but that's the exercise, if you will, that's uh, that's that's involved. We have to exercise ourselves, our own sincerity, and then we have to think, how is it that I knew? How is it that I knew? Because so much it was changing the way I thought about things, foundationally. Hmm? Like for me, you take for me, for example. I found Pujapad Sridharmarsh, my Siksha Guru. Hmm? Other people think, you know, that's crazy. What are you talking about? You know, Prabhupada is a... But what happened to me was, of course, that I was smart enough to know, oh, what's happening to me? I have it happen, this, had this happen before. <laughs> I wasn't expecting it to happen again, but it's happening again. So, hey, well, worked once, it worked twice. Hmm? I mean, Srinam Raj made me feel like Prabhupada made me feel. So I'm not stupid. I thought, you know, this, that's, there it is. You know, I'm feeling enthused. 
and I, my, my understanding of the, of the concept of the teaching is growing manifold man, 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 many times. And, and it's making, I mean, I was very good uh, at turning people's heads with philosophy, you know, and selling books to people and, ta- and preaching to devotees and so forth. I was very good at it. I could give answers to almost every question. Hmm? You, know, you know, my history, I was a good preacher in Prabhupada's mission. So I was accustomed to being able to turn people's heads and give comprehensive answers and so forth. I heard Chudamarsh talk and I started to, wow, I mean, there's so many things to learn. And that, that he's talking about the same verse, but I never thought of it like that. So I could understand, oh, it's, it's the teacher. I'm, I'm learning something here. I thought I knew it, but look, just see. I, I, uh, so he's unfolding, like, like if you take a flower and you put sun on it, and it opens and opens, and, and ever expanding. So it was having that having that experience, and I could put it together. I had that experience with Prabhupada. Hmm. So I'm, to whatever extent, I should say, I'm having that experience. I know, I'm in touch with the current here. Uh, that's valuable, so I should stay, stay connected. Hmm. That's some objective kind of way of thinking about it. So, que <laughs> manache. Hello. <laughs> Kupala. <laughs> okay, so Jairadhi. <laughs>